Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Well, we do welcome you if you're visiting with us or holidaying or, I mean, we've got people all over the place and holidays happening. So, uh, yeah, we'll enjoy our time together and hopefully you're having some good downtime or refreshing or eating or all of the above. And um, I want to share today on, uh, I couldn't really think of a fancy title, so I'm just, just going to call it energy consumption. How does that sound? Energy consumption. I know you've had a lot of food consumption the last few days, maybe. But uh, I want to talk about energy consumption. And you might be thinking, what on earth? Why after Christmas would we be talking about energy consumption? We had a funny thing yesterday. Um, well, it wasn't that funny at the time. But we, we run on solar and batteries. And um, and when we hit a cert, when we hit 10 kilowatts, which is a fairly large amount of power to use, but we use a lot of power, uh, the dryer and the oven and the, uh, you know, whatever, air conditioner, all on, and uh, it blows a fuse. And um, so we did that yesterday, just when you're wanting the air conditioner and you're wanting to cook dinner. And we have no idea how to turn this thing back on. I mean, it's a solar system and it's got things all over the place and, you know, uh, it's a little bit intricate. Um, and so I'm trying to think, okay, we've probably got a possibly a few days where we're not going to be able to get anyone out to, to fix this for us. And it's batteries, you know, it's pretty dangerous stuff to fiddle around. And so we're thinking, okay, we can shower, we can bath in the pool. We can, you know, <laughs> we've got the dam if we're desperate. Um, but our showers don't work when there's no power so because it's pumped uh, and nothing works. So, you know, we really had to kind of think... Uh, Karen was starting to think, okay, how am I going to do this and that? And uh, in the end, uh, you know, I fiddled around enough and didn't kill myself and I got it back working again. Um, but, and that was just a, a little piece of what happens sometimes in our lives when we've used too much power, the fuse flicks off and, uh, and our bodies say, I've had enough, I can't do anymore. You're using your full capacity, and, uh, and I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm checking out. And even though we might try, we might, uh, you know, set New Year's resolutions. Uh, we might do all sorts of things. We might set new goals for the year and uh, watch some motivational stuff on YouTube and really get ourselves pumped up. The body's just checked out. And it doesn't matter what we do. We can't restart the engine again because when we've consumed our quota of energy, it's done. And I think this is one of the, the uh, phenomena, if you like, of the modern-day Western lifestyle is that most people hit a phase of burnout. Most people hit a phase where the fuse just says, flick, I'm off, I'm out of here. And it's happening younger and younger and younger these days. And, so, and a whole lot of reasons around that. But so one of the things that I want to look at today, what are we, the 27th, 28th? 27th, thank you. Um, accountant. <laughs> you, you need numbers and, and T's crossed and I's dotted. You, David's good at that. Um, when we have a look 
at a new year. There's so many things that we think about. I want to undo a whole lot of that today and uh, use a couple of analogies for you. But not so much that we look at, you know, what are we going to do, but what aren't we going to do? And so I've got a quote here from Brennan Manning. He said, everybody has a, vacation, a vocation to some form of life work. However, behind that call and deeper than any call, everybody has a vocation to be a person fully and deeply human in Christ Jesus. Our first call in this life is to be a great human in Christ Jesus. And it's kind of the, the launching pad for everything we do, isn't it? Everything we might set about in our lives, great plans and purposes, and all of those things are good, and I do these things, and at a new year I tend to rethink things and try and just uh, you know adjust things, align things, recalibrate. I think all of that stuff is good, but sometimes more is not good, less is better. And so finding out our purpose in life is really, really important. There's so many people, so many even Christians wandering around and they don't know their purpose. They don't know why they're here. And so we, we go after this and that doesn't work for six months and we go after that. You know, it's very energy consuming trying to find your purpose. You ever found that? And sometimes you can spend years and years going down various tracks and then you chop again. And so all that energy you consume down that track is kind of like it's a journey. It's not wasted energy, but it's consumed a certain amount. Now you're on a new track, so it's consuming more energy. Then there's a new track. Now there's a new person I've got to follow. Now there's a different theological slant. I've got to get my head around and now I've got to become a, an evangelist for that theological bent of that person. It's very energy consuming, isn't it? When all along our first call is to be a great human in Christ Jesus. All along, it's very basic. The basics are easy, but they're hard. Because we like the, we like the really fantastical kind of stuff, don't we? We like the really incredible stuff, the new revelations. You know, there is no new revelation in Christ Jesus. There is no new revelation. And so many times we've gone after new revelations. I mean, there's, there's new openings that we have a fresh understanding we have a fresh, uh, maybe an awakening, uh, but some people have known this stuff for generations, thousands of years. Uh, so it's, it's maybe a revelation to us, but it's not to Jesus. It's not to the Lord. And so sometimes we, we have to realize that getting back to basics is the most powerful thing we can do. And so I want to share with you a couple of things today that I've found um, pivotal, foundational, um, really important in resetting, and it's not so much about getting all motivated and pumped up for a new year. It's actually undoing a whole lot of stuff for a new season. And um, let me start in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, we'll read verses 15 to 17. It says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of your time. Because the days are evil, therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. When we know the will of God for our lives, we can be very wise about every day. We don't waste days. We don't waste conversations. We don't waste time on things that we just shouldn't even be involved in. We don't waste time listening to conversations that aren't, don't have any purpose or destiny on them for us. They're not helpful. They're draining. 
And so when we find the will of God, the purpose of God for our life, and our first point is to be a great human in Christ Jesus. And so if you don't know what your life mantra is, it's okay. Some people have this amazing gifting of just knowing their purpose and they just know what they're on about and they stick to the course and it's amazing. But many people, me included, we, we don't, sometimes we have to just journey through seasons and find out, okay, Lord, what are you saying in this season? What are you saying in that season? And then getting back to basics, we hear his voice, be a great human in Christ Jesus. Be a great person in Christ first. But sometimes it means stripping things away. I want to give you an example. I remember when um, we were doing a really long pipeline in, the, in Victoria in the Wimmera Valley region. And it was, you know, I think it was 120 kilometres of pipe. And um, I remember getting a phone call one day and uh, we were already very busy, very stressed. Um, and uh, it may have been, I've told the story a few times about how uh, I was pretty much glued to my phone 24-7 in my business days because you just never know what's going to happen. Um, and uh, even even my kids, even though they were young, they used to think Jeff, my lawyer, was part of the family and Adrian was, you know, brother Adrian. He was the uh, my financial advisor and so they just thought they're part of the family because I'm on the phone to Jeff or Adrian all the time. Anyway, um, and it got to the stage where we were driving home one time. It rang again. I won't say the name of who it was because, you know, they're a good person. But uh, Karen picked up the phone and out the window it went. Uh, it's still sitting in the paddocks of Hallett Cove somewhere. Uh, but uh, I'm sure it doesn't. I hope I'm not paying for that mobile phone plan still. But I, I say all that to say it's, it's interesting how much we... We, let, we, we get up to the 10 kilowatts of power consumption pretty quickly, don't we? Well, the fuse blew that day. And uh, you can imagine the conversations that then transpired. Um, but anyway, it was, you know, we sorted it out. We're still married. Praise God. <laughs> On to the story. I remember it was sometime around that time in our lives where I must have got another phone the next day or probably that night, actually. And uh, I got a phone call from one of the engineers on the pipeline. And uh, he, he's a friend and owns another company here in South Australia installing pipelines. And he said, hey, look, we're, we're putting this thing in and there's some major problems going on. And, and whenever someone says that, I mean, your gut drops. And I'm thinking, okay, worst case scenario. What is worst case scenario? Has someone died? We've dropped pipes on someone or it's blown up and, and three people have all been hit by shrapnel or, you know, you just think of all of these, the worst case scenario, I'm bracing my nerves for the worst possible scenario. And, and he said, look, we've got some leaks in, you know, a good few kilometres of the pipe and, you know, there's a joint every six metres, you work that out, it's a lot of leaks. And, um, and so I'm going through my head, okay, so straight away I'm doing calculations in my head. I think I even got my spreadsheet out, I'm like, okay, there's a leak, every six metres, 177 joints per kilometre, that's a lot of joints we're going to have to repair. It's already buried and some the concrete parts are already put over and all sorts of things. So, you know, you're calculating in your head all of the rework and everything like that. And, uh, and so... Long story short, we had to replace everything. We had to pay for all the remediation of the soil. And, it, and by then, you know, when you've got leaks, you've got water damage everywhere around the joints. It's, it's, it's problems. 
And so I didn't even go to the site because I didn't even want to see how bad it was. I, we, just, we just paid three or $400,000 worth of remediation work and just paid the check and finished the job. And so uh, I learned a great lesson that day. And the, the leaks were from a manufacturing issue. The rubber gaskets in every joint were twisting as we were uh, testing them. We sent them to site twisted, and when they join, little leaks come out, and you don't know until you put it all together and install it. And so I learned a lesson that day, and that is make sure your pipes don't leak. It's profound, isn't it? It's profound. And you would think a pipe manufacturer would know that. But there's a lesson in that for us. How much energy is getting out of leaked joints in our lives? Little joints that maybe we haven't really looked at for a long, long time, but we're still consuming energy on stuff that we just shouldn't be consuming energy. And it's leaching out. It's, it's, it is bad. And there's remedial work that needs to take place. I want to encourage you, a fresh new year, repair your pipes. Repair them. Don't let them leak anymore. Because when they leak, it not only hurts you, it hurts other people. And so it's one of those things that we have to deal with. And that day I had to get very honest with myself because, you know, I couldn't blame anyone. Uh, believe me, you want to. You, you want to go straight out onto the manufacturing floor. And we have a two-story offices and I'd go out on the balcony and you just want to look down and you're fired, you know, Donald Trump style. But, uh, but you can't because it was a manufacturing issue. It was a production issue. Uh, and insurance wouldn't cover us. And, 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 but when there's no one else to blame then you're left with yourself. And it's a powerful thing when you're left with your own leaks and you have to address your own issues. Everyone else probably knows there's remediation required. You know what I mean? Because they're looking around and they've made compensations for me for a long, long time and those leaks around me. But then I have to look and go, wow, okay, I'm going to deal with this stuff. Deal with it at the source. It is much cheaper dealing with it while it's in your factory than once you've sent it out onto site and it causes issues for everyone else. And so it's, it's a powerful thing to consume energy wisely. And maybe this year for some of us, it's a year of not doing more but doing less, of using our time wisely as this passage says, look carefully then. How you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Look at your steps. Look at your energy. How do you consume energy? How do you converse? How do you relate? How do you do stuff? And maybe some of that tells a story, a remediation around your life. Is there chaos around you? If there's chaos around you, look within. And this is what I had to do that day. I mean, it was chaos because there's blame going everywhere and everyone's trying to work out where's this fault and we're trying to get new pipes out to site as quickly as possible. Work, work engineering meetings going on. and It's chaos. When there's a problem, it's chaos. And maybe there's quiet chaos going on around you. Let me encourage you, fix it this year. Don't have another year of chaos. Don't have another year of letting leaks occur around your life. And it might mean you have to go deep within to your manufacturing plant and deal with some of those manufacturing issues. Maybe there's unforgiveness, that it's time to let go. Let me encourage you, it'll be one of the most powerful things you do in your life. If you finally let go of some of those strongholds, some of that unforgiveness toward mom or dad or uncle or auntie or boss or whoever it might have been, especially if you worked for me at Fibrologic, let go, you know. Uh, they're all on holidays today, but you know, 
It's one of those things sometimes we don't realize we're hurting ourselves. We're leaking. We're the ones leaking and we think other people are in in pain and they don't see it, but they do. And so a fresh new year is a fresh new season to say, all right, I'm letting go of that baggage. I do not want that stuff in my life anymore. I don't even want to have those thoughts anymore. I don't want those conversations anymore. It's time to let go. And I want to just encourage you, it might be for one person in the room, I want to just guarantee you, if you let go today of some of that stuff that you've been harboring even for years, today is a day of freedom for you. And this is what the gospel's all about. It's what the cross is about. It's what forgiveness is about. It's why he shed his blood. It's why he came, you know, as a baby is so that we could experience a peace of God here on earth. It's so we can grapple with the, the mystery of God and we can take a bit of that by faith and live in that freedom of the gospel. It's a powerful, powerful thing. And so I want to encourage you on a few areas. There's a few one-liners that Karen and I use to remind each other about our energy consumption sometimes. And we had a stark reminder, as I say, yesterday of that, of when the fuse is, is just flipped. And maybe you haven't got to that stage yet, and that's a good thing. Maybe this, this is a great message for you to not get there this year, but conserve energy and build reserves and be strong. And, and for, for those times when you need it, you've got capacity. And so there's a few things that we remind each other. And the first one is to pick our battles. You've probably heard this many times, common phrase. But picking our battles is so key to consuming our energy wisely. Making sure that our energy is being consumed on real issues, not on fake issues. On things that we actually should be involved with, not what we shouldn't be involved with. And so making sure that, that we're actually uh, focusing our gifting and our talents into the, from the will of God in those areas that we're meant to. There's nothing worse than you know, rabbit trailing for years in our life and just expelling a whole lot of energy off in a direction that just isn't ours. It's just not, our, maybe it's not our calling or maybe it's not our gifting. And so knowing the will of God will help direct our energy in the right direction. Let our yes be yes and our no be no. It's a biblical phrase. It's, it's so simple. But let me tell you, I, I think this was one of the things that really, really helped me, particularly in business, but also in life and ministry and every department. I remember Peter Daniels, a business guy, coming here and, uh, you know, stood up here and ran kind of a seminar uh, here years ago. I don't know, 20 years ago, let's say. And one of the things he said is it's interesting when you see people and, uh, and, and, and you sort of, you see them and you say, okay, let's, let's catch up. Uh, and basically he says, you might as well never even say that to a person unless you're actually going to make a time and a date and a place then, then it's kind of pointless phrase, even wasting that energy. Always remember thinking that because I say it all the time and most of us do because there's good intention behind it. But generally, we, until we actually follow it up with a time and a date, we don't actually activate it. And so it was a good example to me of letting my yes be yes and my no be no. And for some of us, our no is the hardest thing to say because we feel obligation from other people. But sometimes it can be one of the most energy-sapping things if we say yes and we should have said no. Because we say yes out of obligation to someone else 
And so we kind of, we begrudgingly do it, but all the while our energy is just draining out of our system because we're doing it out of wrong motives, not out of the will of God. And so there's a very different way to live. When we do it out of the will of God, we have peace on it. And we have a knowing, we have a freshness and an understanding. And so I want to encourage you, if you're a people pleaser, and you probably know who you are, you're some of the most beautiful people in the world because you, you, you are happy and you genuinely, genuinely love people, but you sap a lot of your energy trying to please everyone else. And so one of those things is you have to look after yourself and say no sometimes. You have to say no. Why? Because your tank's empty and the, f- the fuse will flick at some stage and you don't want that. Having a blackout is not, it's not nice, especially on a hot day when you want air conditioning. You want reserves. You want some storage in your tank. And, and maybe this year is a year where you say no to some things or no to even to some people. You say, I love you. I, lo- I adore you. And there'll be, a, there'll be a right time. But right now, I just can't give you what you need. I've just got to look after myself. I've got to focus in on a couple of things. I've got to prioritize. Pick your battles. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And then when, you're, when your yes is yes, you're present. You're powerful. You know what you're doing because you're not begrudgingly doing it. Kind of like giving, Paul says, don't give under compulsion. It's the same with giving of each other. Don't give under compulsion just because someone wants you there or expects of you something. But you let your yes be yes and your no be no. And then you operate out of power, not out of weakness. And it's a different way to to focus, but it's really energy efficient. I know this sounds very, very um, logical today, doesn't it? But there's a spiritual basis to it all. (laughs) I want to encourage you, and this is kind of uh, the opposite to what most people will be doing. Most people will be writing a to-do list in the next few days, to-do this year, prioritize. I want to encourage you to write a not-to-do list. Things not to do in 2021. Not to do. There's a whole lot of crap we do in our lives that we just shouldn't be doing. There's a whole lot of energy going out. There's leaks in the pipes. And so some of us need to write a not-to-do list. I am not going to do this in 2021. And maybe someone expects something of you, you know, in, in March or whenever this year, and you just don't feel a peace on it. You don't feel it's what you're meant to be doing. Not to do. That's not to, that's top of the list. There might be conversations. I am not having those conversations anymore. They are no longer part of my vocabulary. They are no longer part of my life. They are no longer part of who I am. Maybe there's wrong thinking. Maybe there's ungodly beliefs going on that we just have believed about ourselves. Maybe there's things that we've been operating out of wrong ways of moving. We've been consuming energy that is just ridiculous. Not to-do list. Make sure you write one down because I'm sure there's some things in 2021, if you put some not-to-do things down, you're going to save yourself a lot of energy and you're going to have energy for God's priority for your life. What he's actually called you to, because I think one of the biggest schemes and weapons the enemy has of us is keeping us distracted, busy, bored, but anything just distracted from God's will and purpose for our lives. And his ultimate will and purpose is that we'd hear his voice and worship him and fulfill our calling in him. And all of us have that. No one misses out of that. If you believe in Jesus, you have a calling, you have a destiny. No one misses out. And so this year, 
getting rid of some of the stuff that doesn't need to be there, fixing up any leaks going on in your life. Maybe there's some wrong habits that you've been getting into or, or looking at and stuff that you just need to stop that flow. Let me tell you, there's, there's, there's a great fruit of the Spirit and uh, there's many people will, will want hands laid on them for certain things and, and even demons cast out for th- certain things that maybe are habitual in their lives and there's nothing wrong with that. It's right at certain times, but there's also a fruit of the Spirit called self-control. Self-control. And it's one of the overlooked ones. It's one of the overlooked ones because we might want someone else to help us when all along, if we have the Spirit of God, we have Him in us. And He has given us an ability and authority over all the works of the enemy. And if we have a habit or wrong thinking or wrong stuff going on in our life, don't blame shift onto anyone else. You have the fruit of the Spirit called self-control. So you have that power within you. Not out of some, you know, God, God here, there. It's Jesus Christ Himself who's alive in us and has given us authority over that stuff. And so sometimes we have to look very deep within to see the power that we have. Romans 12, 2 says this, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. We all are called to something in Christ. We're all called to something in Christ. Maybe... You don't know what that is, or maybe you're you're a bit cloudy on what that looks like. The first thing, go to Romans 12 too. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of of the mind. Maybe this is a year to be renewed. Renewed in Christ. Getting rid of the dross, getting rid of the stuff fixing up the leaks and and simplifying your life so that you can renew your thinking in Christ. Renew your thinking. Clean your thinking. Most of you know that Karen and I, we we love detoxification. And it's just something that's a a little pet of ours. Uh, We see a lot of benefit in detoxifying our bodies of a whole lot of stuff. And we're probably on the extreme side. I'm happy to admit that. But... um, But, you know, a lot of things we do is detoxifying our body, having saunas, detoxifying, getting sweat and getting toxins out of our body. And water is detoxifying, air is detoxifying, ground is detoxifying, and salt baths and so many different things are detoxifying for your body. This is a great year to detoxify. Why? Because you get clearer. Do you know your eyesight actually gets clearer when you detoxify your body? I have proven that. Uh, And it's just one of those funny little random things that happens. But your organs get clearer. Your life gets clearer. Spiritually, we need to detoxify. And sometimes just just stopping all the noise, all the other stuff, uh, and, and there's a million things we could suggest, but God will speak to you. He'll speak to you. He's big. He's really big. And you won't need someone else to tell you, but just listen in. What does he say to you about 2021? What do you need to cleanse? Get out of the, get out of the way and I'm going to do this myself and make sure that I've got any distractions or anything that noises and things that just I don't need spiritually to detoxify because we get clearer vision spiritually. Maybe if we've fallen a little lethargic, even spiritually, and all of us do that from time to time. By detoxifying spiritually, detoxifying some of the clutter, do not conform to the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world is busier, more pressure, burnout. 
That's pretty much how it goes. And it doesn't matter whether you're in Hollywood or whether you're in, any, in an office block in, in the city of Adelaide. That's pretty much life, isn't it? It's, and then you throw in mental illness and you throw in divorce and you throw in, you know, confusion and all sorts of other things. And you've pretty much got a mishmash of weirdism going on in, in Western society. But we're not to conform to that pattern. We're, we live a different rhythm. We're meant to live to the rhythm of God, which actually should look different and sound different. And we should be clean-hearted and pure hands and, and have a voice that's clear and have peace on our lives and have authority in our lives so that we actually can live kingdom living, not just kingdom believing, but actually kingdom living. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. I love that word transform. Transform. It's one of it's one of our values that we wrote up seven values years ago. And transformation. God is always wanting to transform us into his likeness in greater and greater ways. 2021, I believe he wants to do that individually with us. Transforming us into his likeness. And you know what? You don't need anyone else to do that for you. You've got Jesus. You have his spirit. You have the Father. You have everything you need to be fully transformed in 2021 into a whole new place. It is completely possible and you have the authority inside of you. You don't need to look and envy anyone else who's done this amazing transformation. You know, you see these people who go from, you know, a, a certain body type to an amazingly, incredibly ripped or whatever it is. And you just think, wow, I could never do that. Let me tell you, spiritually, you can do it. You can do it physically too. But it's going to take some work. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some self-control. Self-control. So by picking your battles and looking at your energy consumption this year, crossing some of the things that you do do and saying no in some areas and saying yes to the Father and saying, I want your will for my life. Don't waste another year of your life. Do you know you're too good to let another year go by? Some of you have had the voice of, your, of the Lord in your hearts. I know you're hearing me right now because I can just feel it. But you've had the voice of the Lord residual in you for a number of years and you haven't acted on it. Don't wait another year because you never know who's waiting for you. You never know what God is going to do, what breakthrough is going to happen. Uh, and, and God is in that. I want to encourage you. You might need to step out a little bit. You might need to step out a little bit. And you might think, oh, I can't. Well, then you can. <laughs> it's probably him. It's probably him nudging you. And let me be an advocate of the nudge. Go for it in 2021. Cross some other things off. Prioritize his will. Fix up some of those leaks. You don't need to talk like that anymore. Even that self-doubt, get rid of that self-doubt. Because he, he doesn't doubt you. He doesn't doubt his gifting and calling on your life. He doesn't, he doesn't worry about what it's going to mean. He's just cheering you on. He's cheering you on. He's absolutely cheering you on. Michelle, I want to encourage you. God is speaking to you, and I don't know what it is, but I think there's been some residual stuff for a number of years, and there's doubt and fear that's held you back. But you have a voice, and I want to encourage you that God has given you that voice. And it's not, it's not just some random thing, because uh, you've suppressed some stuff, and there's a whole lot of reasons, but you've suppressed it. I want to encourage you in 2021, use your voice. 
for, for the will of God. And he's, he's on you, he's in you. And I think this year you're going to see some really good fruit in your life and some stuff that's going to bring joy. There's going to be fresh joy. There's going to be redemption relationships. There's just going to be some good, I see just cherries and some good fruit around your life. And uh, whatever that means for you, I, I just bless that in Jesus' name. Yeah, awesome. But, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of us Let's not waste another year, hey? Let's not waste another year. Let's see what God could do with a whole bunch of crazy people from the south of Adelaide who just, who just say, yeah, okay, I'm not going to do a whole lot of stuff. I am going to do this stuff. I'm going to fix those leaks that have been leaking for years. And I'm going to make it count this year. Make it count. I want you to stand. I just want to pray over everyone today. Awesome, awesome. Well, lift your hands and um, let's believe God for his activation today. Because when we couple our faith with his word and with whatever he's stirring you in today, amazing things begin to happen. And it all begins in the heart. It all begins in the heart. So maybe in this minute or two, you just want to let go of some stuff. I want to encourage you, if, if you're if you've had some leaking pipes for a, in certain areas, stop up those leaks today. Get rid of the baggage. Get rid of the conversations, the doubts, the fears, the other stuff, the stuff that's been going on. Lord, we just give those things to you today. We ask that the old would be gone. <laughs> the old would just be washed away today in your presence and that you would come and you would fill us with your fresh life for tomorrow, for this year. And that we wouldn't be conformed to stress and we wouldn't be driven under compulsion and everyone else's expectations or what we think people need of us or don't need of us. But our yes would be yes to you, first of all. And our no would be no to things that we just shouldn't have on our plate. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would speak to us. You would give us so much wisdom in 2021. I just pray wisdom over each one of us, that we would know exactly what to put our hand to, that we would know exactly what to say no to, that we would not fight any battles that just consume energy for the sake of it, but that we would put our feet exactly where you want us. We'd be so wise. I pray for a spirit of wisdom to fill us in 2021 so that we know exactly the purpose of God for each one of us. It would become clearer and clearer and clearer. Holy Spirit, that you would fill us with a spirit of wisdom, a spirit of revelation, a spirit of might, with your authority, with your peace, and that you would make us just some of the wisest people in this city because we know how to say no and we know how to say yes to you. Holy Spirit, I pray you'd come and fill us. Even now as we stand here, let your anointing flow over us with fresh oil, the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit to empower us and embolden us for your purpose, for your will, for your destiny. Holy Spirit, you, know, you just receive whatever he's giving you right now. Just receive whatever he's filling you with Right now, just say yes to him. 
today. Maybe you're just letting go of other stuff and you're just feeling lighter or whatever it is, but he will lift burdens. So we ask, Lord, just lift off burdens, lift heaviness in Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we ask that you would bring your peace, peace that surpasses all understanding and that you'll fill us with joy, joy of the Lord. Joy of the Lord will renew your strength. So we say, come Holy Spirit in 2021. Come afresh, Holy Spirit, in our lives, in in and around us. We say, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Have your way, have your way in us and through us. And Lord, we look with expected eyes to 2021, with hope and destiny of the good things that you have for us. Lord, we know there might be challenges, but we know you are in everything. We know your lessons and your teaching will give us great wisdom. And so we trust you and we ask for great things in 2021. We say, come Holy Spirit. We say, Lord, have your way. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Lord, that you would surpass all of our expectations in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.